Swedish boss, maybe two hours. After that, those planes low on fuel aren't going to be circled. They're going to be dropping on the White House lawn. Alan's what team's gone. Well, maybe they're just a little bit more creative than you think. Who the hell is this? We don't need a loose cannon on this deck. You get the hell out of my office before I throw you out of my damn airport. You're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Story of my life. You're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy's Super Remix. This is episode... Oh, boy. 308, I'm guessing. Sounds good. Sound, sounds about... Sounds It sounds in there. Tis uh, the season. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Yeah. Uh, if you don't celebrate holidays, happy winter. Enjoy your, enjoy your winter. If you're in Australia, happy summer. Do they call it summer or is it just that they have a hot winter? Um, they call it summer. So it is summer there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. happy summer. Yeah. To southern, our, summer uh, southern hemisphere is summer, right? Yeah. Now. To our listeners uh, south of the equator. That's why, like, you see on the news, like Australia's got crazy wildfires and the whole landscape's burning. Yeah. And you're like, why? Well, it's good summer. Though. Yeah, I know the temperatures are yeah reverse, but yeah, I didn't know if they called it. Yeah. So so they they even flipped the, the seasonal names. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good for them. No, no, no reason to uh, simply, you know, call your your hottest month winter because the northern hemisphere yeah. does it. Yeah, you don't do everything we do. No, do yeah. it. Do it. Sound. Do it is right. Yeah. If it's hot, it's summer. If it's cold, it's winter. Do what's right. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. This episode three hundred and seven. You were close. close. Yeah. You were close. You were into the future. Yeah, I'm already getting ready for twenty twenty. This is, this will probably be, and I believe so, our last episode of this decade. Wow! Yeah, the the next episode it will be it will be a brand new decade. Man, so am I going to start seeing a bunch of like best of decade lists online? I've already been seeing them. Oh, they're already popping up. Yeah, I've been seeing, you know, uh, you know, favorite movies of you know each of each. Movie of the decade. What's your favorite song of the decade? What's the yeah? yeah. You know that those... VH1 show? I love the nineties. They gotta do that for the for the teens. What's your favorite? I love the nineties episodes of the decade. Yeah, That's I how like crazy the one get. where they covered uh, TRL. It's how crazy nice... these lists get. Yeah, and the people that make the list, they're all wrong. Yeah. So, some are right, though, you know? <laughs> what do you say, favorite? What's your favorite? True. Yeah. yeah. You gotta remember that these are just opinions. Now, now, the people who go, this is unequivocally the best? I don't know. I mean... We'll have to see. The first list that, you know, tells me a Marvel movie is the best movie of the decade, I'm going to quit reading every list. Uh, you don't believe... That Endgame, the culmination of 22 movies, is not the greatest cinematic feat of all time. No, because they're making another 20 of them. There's a Black Widow movie coming out. There's a... You can't tell us that and then keep showing us commercials for new movies coming out. (laughs) It wasn't even the last movie. Spider-Man just came out. We're not fooled. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been saying it for years, and finally, Marty Scorsese is on my side. Finally, we have a voice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> took, took a little indie upstart to, to challenge the system. Marty Scorsese. 
Um, that being said, I've not watched The Irishman. I haven't. I yet. feel like I'm on I'm on Marty's side, but come on, Marty, three hours and forty minutes. I think it's gonna happen for me soon. We're yeah. in that that zone where I think it's a I'm gonna have a good after cold rainy afternoon, and it's dark at like three o'clock. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, it's it, happening. I've been meaning to like start The Irishman, and I just haven't picked the right. Week week weekend to do it, but then uh, the Ringer just did their rewatchable episode on the Godfather two, and now I kind of feel like Godfather two is going to jump the line. I was like, look, I want to rewatch that. <laughs> is there... I can't I can't dedicate myself to this this three hour movie. I'm gonna watch this three right, hour movie, right. which I know is good. Yeah. Do you think there's an inter? Is there an intermission in the Irishman? No. Mm. Marty wouldn't want it that way. No, he wouldn't. He told the story the way he wants to tell it, and he doesn't want you to take a break. Doesn't want you to go get up and use a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know he he's been known to use, use some voiceover. Maybe at one point yeah. halfway through the movie, Henry Hill just comes on and goes, "You know, if you want to use the bathroom now, would be a good time." <laughs> They're just gonna make pasta for twenty minutes. Slice the garlic real thin. Yeah, this is gonna take five minutes Paper of the movie. Thin garlic. You can't cut it. It's what he. It's the story he wanted to tell. I do need to watch that movie. You know it's going to be the shit. I'm glad Netflix. Netflix just yeah. They just said, "Hey, here's your budget. Go make a movie. We're not going. We're not going to give you any. We're not going to tell you to make this shorter. Make your movie. Make your movie. Yeah. Sometimes that's great. Uh, maybe sometimes it's not so great. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who they keep doing this to. <laughs> I might have an example of uh, where maybe maybe someone should have reined in somebody. There may be down the road a six-hour-long Adam Sandler comedy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch The Ridiculous Six. Maybe it's three hours long. I don't know. I didn't watch The Do-Over or uh, Memoirs of an Assassin or whatever the Kevin James movie was. Um, what have you been watching? It's not The Irishman, but what what have, you, what have you been watching in place of The Irishman? I'll tell you, Mark. And it better be good. I, I'll start with the movie that was good that I yeah. watched. And I'm going to preface this by saying I watched a lot of fucking movies over the last two weeks. Alright? I got out to the theater and I saw Dark Waters. Okay, yeah. It's the Mark Ruffalo about the lawyer who took on DuPont. Yeah. About, you know... Water pollution? It's... Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin things for people. Well, it's so, based on your story. We know DuPont doesn't exist anymore, and uh, everywhere it has clean water. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Mark. Ruffalo is great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie's great. The movie's really good. Um, if you have anything in your house, which I guarantee you do, that has... Teflon coating on it. Yeah. Whether that be a cook pot, whether it be uh, the grates for your grill, uh-huh. whether it be um, encapsulation of carpeting to keep it stain and water resistant. Yeah. Um, anything like that, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I love my Teflon pans. Don't watch. Don't, don't watch. Okay. All right. I, yeah. Alright, good, well, good So movie. There, there, there's Mike's uh, recommendation. Do not watch this great movie. Do not watch this great movie. Yeah. Um, Alright, so here's the deal, Mark. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I have a Star Wars ticket. Yeah. For this Friday. Yeah, this is coming out. Or we're recording this December eighteenth. Eighteenth. In preparation, yeah. So that is before December twentieth, yep. which is when. So in in forty eight hours from yeah. now. I am and that's a gray be, area because it's like oh it opens Friday but for some reason you can go see a five o'clock showing. Well, forty eight hours from now, yeah, I will be probably in the midst of Act Three of the final movie in the Star Wars saga. Yeah, so they say. So they say. Okay. Um, first off, help me, J.J. Abrams. You're my only hope. Uh huh. Second off, I have been preparing myself. So this is where all my movies came in. I have watched, up till now, episodes one, episodes two, episodes three. Those are so fucking bad that I'm like, how do I fix this? Oh, I haven't done this yet. I'm going to do a full on. So I plugged in Rogue One. Yep. Because that's in the betweener. Yeah. Between three and four. So I plugged in Rogue One, which is an excellent movie, to save myself. Uh-huh. And then I watched Episode 4, okay. Episode 5, Episode 6, and Episode 7. Okay. So I have one more. Where's Solo fitted? I don't fucking care. Okay. I like Solo. I'm not watching Is it, it before, like, 3? Solo would be... After 3, before Rogue One? Somewhere between... I think Solo could be anywhere between three and two, three, and four. Okay. It's got to be after three. It's after the Clone Wars, right? I've never seen Solo. I think it's between three and four. I'm not sure where. I I liked Solo. Yeah. I, I really did like it, but I decided to leave that out of this run. Run, okay. That I'm doing here. Yeah. So. I don't know if you've seen the run times for the the episode one through three in, in particular. I guess they were like two twenty five. They're long as fuck. Oh. They're 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 like two ten, two fifteen. They're over two. Okay, you got to get that space centered in there though. I have watched so much Star Wars. Yeah, I did episodes one, two, three, and Rogue One in one day. Now that being said, I was sick, so I stayed home. And had nothing better to do, so I just let them r- rip. All right. Um, so you watched about twenty hours of Star Wars. Yeah. If the average film was about two and a half hours. Yeah. Which sounds right to me. Yeah, they're yeah. Um, maybe they're uh, on average they're probably like two fifteen. Yeah. yeah. I still got to watch eight. I'm not gonna um, redo the math. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Last Jedi again tomorrow. Yeah. Like, cause that's the freshest one, and that's the one I've only seen twice, twice because. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. So, I'm not going to watch... I'm going to watch it tomorrow before I go Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Force Awakens is still fucking good. Yeah. I don't know why I hated Last Jedi. I was called... I didn't hate Last Jedi on the movie. I just yeah. hated what some of the things they did with the characters that I like. Like yeah. Luke Skywalker. I was called a troll on the internet for saying that Last Jedi was the best Star Wars movie. Granted, I was trolling people, but... I don't feel like it was that hot of a take. Well, I mean, I think The Last Jedi may be the highest Rotten Tomatoes Star Wars I movie. think it's the most uh, polarizing, because there are people who hate it. Yeah, I mean... Which is I, the reason I said it, because people, yeah, just go off and off. It's an entertaining space yeah. adventure movie, absolutely. 
But for me, like as a super weird Star Wars nerd, there's yeah. some things that I didn't like. But I know a lot of other weird Star Wars nerds that think it's the best thing. They love it, yeah. So, yeah, it's a movie. That's you it, yeah. like it or you don't, or maybe you're average on it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, and then, so, been plowing through the Star Wars movies. And then I somehow found time to watch The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Cracking a few more hours all, to your 20 hour. All caught up on The Mandalorian. Yeah. It's been a Star Wars couple weeks, man. Yeah. Tis the season. Yeah. Mandalorian's fun. Star Wars. What, what are you going to do next December? Does Star Wars have. They, they're done, right? They don't have anything tag, tagged for that well, December release. Ryan Johnson got a trilogy of his own, right? And so did. Oh. I think John Favreau also got a trilogy of his own. Oh. Uh, three movie deals for Star gotcha. Wars, not related. Yeah. To the saga, the this one is the end of the Skywalker saga. Uh, the one that comes out Friday is what they say. But there's a lot of cool Star Wars shit that can tell stories on. The Mandalorian is a good example. Of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mandalorian's good. I highly recommend it. I think anyone, no matter your Star Wars fandom or whatever, mm-hmm. would just like it for the show. Um, there's some really cheesy shit. But it's a family Disney show. Yeah. And if you've watched family Disney shows before, you know there's cheesy shit. I, uh, I'm not a fan of all the Baby Yoda memes I've been seeing. <laughs> there's a lot of Baby Yoda memes. Uh, yeah, I mean, how, you, you can't avoid those. Yeah, they're just everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, but if you... It's reminiscent of like... Um, one, it's not three hours long, yeah. like the, what I'm going to reference, but it's reminiscent of like the, the Clint Eastwood um, Stranger Trilogy or whatever, High Plains Drifter and those. Yeah. Like it's got some very subtle Western, it's reminiscent of that, but they're not three hours long at those movies. They're 34 minute episodes, I think. Yeah. You put them together though. It might be three hours. Yeah. I mean, I've watched six episodes, so that was three hours, yeah. three more hours of Star Wars. And yeah, there you go. Is that it? That's it. That's, That's all I watched, dude. Yeah. So we didn't get an individual review for each Star Wars. I movie. can't, man. Like, like we know. Uh, let me go quick. Yeah. Episode one. Uh, dare I say, best lightsaber battle in the series? Yes. Um, Ewan McGregor is a great Obi Wan Kenobi. Qui Gon Jinn is awesome. Darth Maul is awesome. They killed two of those people in one. Yeah. I don't know why, because they're stupid, George. Because you're nuts. Uh, Attack of the Clone or Clone War or Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Garbage shit movie, worst movie by far in the whole series. Of them, okay. Revenge of the Sith. Cheesy has redeeming qualities. Creation of Darth Vader. Pretty decent lightsaber fights. He's like, no, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's and then funny. we get the and we also get the timeless Obi Wan Kenobi. I have the high uh, ground I, theme, which is great yeah. military strate- strategy. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have that. Don't try it. I have the high ground meme. Yeah. One of the greatest like Star Wars memes of the dare I say the decade. Yeah, I don't it's know a great it. meme, but incredibly silly. <laughs> yeah, incredibly silly. Uh, Rogue One, fucking awesome. Yeah, I, okay. like, I like Rogue One. Yeah, uh, New Hope, awesome. Empire Strikes Back, awesome. Turn of the Jedi, my favorite Star Wars movie. Super fucking awesome. I don't give a shit what you think about Ewoks. I love them. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens, really good. Last Jedi. Well, I haven't watched that one yet. Well, we'll see. So we'll see. Uh, we shall see. <laughs> it needs three viewings uh, to come to a, That's a Mike's, conclusion. That's uh, lightning review. Yeah. Uh, are you going to squeeze in the Ewoks Christmas special? No. God, no. It's terrible. Uh, 
then you know really, are, you, even, are you a Star Wars completist? I need to see if that is on Disney Plus. Oh, I hope so. I wonder if it is. Yeah. I don't know because that one was a weird studio thing. Yeah. I'm not sure that's on there or not. I'm not gonna look for it. I'm be honest. <laughs> yeah. That's, What'd you watch, that's Mark? Quite a week. Um, <laughs> I saw some stuff. I'm doing a rewatch of The Office. I'm in season three right now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like figure out when the turn for Michael Scott. It's not season three. He's still a pretty bad guy. Season two, though, he had like the he didn't look as dumb. He had a better haircut and dressed better. Yes, yeah, he is looking better. <laughs> now we're in season three. His hair is a little better. Yeah, he's dressing better. But uh, some of his acts, I'm like, still did. It's a pretty. This is a bad guy. I'm not sure he ever truly has the redemption. But then when he leaves, you feel sad. Yeah. So something must happen. He grows on you. Where he becomes like a, a sweeter, kinder. He did, no. He doesn't change. You, the viewer, change. Oh, change. I just get cold and I cynical. Hate, and yeah, I, I hate to tell you that, man, yeah. but that's the way it is. I'll, I'll report back in a, like a couple more weeks when yeah. I'm in like season four or five. We always have a Christmas tradition here. We When we uh, wrap presents and stuff, we watch all the Christmas episodes of yeah. The Office. It's fun. Yeah, they're, they're good episodes. It's fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's my television that I'm watching. I, I watch some movies. Uh, did I, I'm not made up to the theater. I feel, I feel like this real past. This is where they're getting me. Mm. It's been a while. I need, to get, I need to get up to the theater, though. There's some stuff in the winter. You'll uh, have a good streak. You'll have uh, a good, yeah. like, five-movie week. Exactly. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to happen during, the, during the, uh, the the holiday. Yeah. And when we get some good movies in the theater. I got to see that Richard Jewell. <laughs> you got yeah. to. That and uh, Uncut Gems. I'm, making a, I'm doing a whole um, Jewel gem thing, you know? And while you're at it, go see Black Christmas. Blood Diamond. They re-released that. It's perfect. It's going to fit perfectly in my thing. Uh, so I saw some stuff at home. Uh, based on your recommendation from last episode, I also watched uh, Britney Runs a Marathon. I enjoyed it. It's very, it's good. It's very uplifting. And, uh, you know. It's inspirational. Uh, you, you, you root for Britney. It's, yeah. it's a good character. It's, it's, uh, it's well-written, well-acted by uh, Jillian Bell. Enjoyed that. Amazon Prime. Check it out. Uh, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, now available to rent, so I rented it, and it's great. Uh, I, I love this. I, so good. It might be my favorite movie of the year. I haven't made my best list of the decade, but if I'm doing it for 2019, I'll throw this on there. You're Rick fucking Dalton. This might be my favorite Quentin Tarantino of the decade. So. There you have it. Yeah. I don't know, Hateful Eight and Django, right? Those are the three. I think Inglourious ba- Bastards slipped into, actually Inglourious Bastards no, this it. decade. It must be. It must be like 2012, right? Yeah, I think... All right. I think it's I think my second favorite of the decade. Quentin Tarantino movie of the decade. I don't think that's in this decade. Yeah. Yeah, it must be. I think so. Um, really yeah, it's great. It, it's, it's great on a rewatch. Um, you, just, you, you, you take something different from it. Um, I watched... Uh, so now I turned to Netflix. I watched a bunch of stuff on Netflix. I, we were decorating a Christmas tree. I watched The Christmas Chronicles with um, Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I fired that. That was one of my last year's Christmas yeah. movies. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was I hoping they were going to do another one. Yeah. I don't know if this one was going to make the uh, Christmas movie uh, rotation yeah. every year. But, uh, you know. Shot. It's a shot. It's a different... It's a different movie. So that's fun. Um, all right. I watched newer movies. I watched the Michael Bay Netflix movie, Six Underground. Oh, that's the Ryan Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it's fucking bonkers. It's like, <laughs> it's just like adrenaline 
bro movie mate. I saw it. I watched the preview for it, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's not good. But, but I'm also yeah. going to say, it is not bad. It's just a movie. Yeah. It's not... I think um, Triple Frontier is a better movie. <laughs> oh, fuck. But it's just... It's, it's wild. It's, it's wild Michael Bay's vision of making a movie. It's just explosions and cars slipping over each other. It's just... He just throws it all out there. Puts it on the he table. Just, yep. Says, feast. Yep. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we're fucking shit up in this Michael movie. Michael Bay buffet. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you what the plot of Six Underground is. So, like, I have a general idea of, like, what they're actually doing, what the mission is. If you ask me what the motivation of, like, the team to stop a bad guy, I was like, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I, I understand. The bad guy is bad. But... What they're doing, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why they have to go to all these locations is, yeah, because he wanted to film at these locations. Why are they racing through the streets of Venice? I don't know why they were there, but yeah, it looked cool. <laughs> Racing his lime green sports car through through the streets of Venice. Well, Venice is all canals. Uh, Already a... You know, he wanted to show off. Here. He wanted to show... Oh, <laughs> and there are. It's... Just like shot to shot, where it's like he slams a car up against a post, and then the next it's fine, and you're like, well, yeah, that happens in movies all the time. But it just happens a lot where you're just like, because there's so many cuts, and you're just like paying attention to like, <laughs> wait a minute, there was somebody, there was just somebody there. Now there's not anybody there. It's it's, it's fast. It's um, check it out or don't. I don't know. <laughs> if check I or not. I don't do cocaine or any type of upper, but I feel like I need an upper. Maybe just like pound a couple bound dues and watch Six Underground. Mm, get you a surge. Yeah, get get a surge. You you want to have your heart. You want to you want to get up for Six Underground. Get you a six six or a surge, and like a king size pack of skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and then I watched um, Dolomite is my name, the Eddie oh. Murphy movie about uh, um, the uh, the. Entertainer, the uh, comedian, musician, dancer—I uh, forget his name because you know he creates Dolomite. But you know, it's, it's a uh, uh, Rudy Rudy Moore, who uh, a kind of um, goes on to make a movie. It's it's really good. It's very funny. It's uh, it's uh, you know it's an underdog story about uh, this guy who is told no a lot and he's like fuck, it, I'm gonna make my own movie and it's great. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Wesley Snipes is in it, really? and he's awesome. He's great. He's doing something. I've seen him forever. You know, I'm not even gonna say he's doing something I haven't seen him with it. Seen him do before because he wasn't too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. So the man's got acting range, but he's doing some acting. This isn't Blade Wesley Snipes. Mm. You know? So uh, yeah, yeah. I can't even think the last time Wesley Snipes was in something. He's in this. So cool. Good to see him back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I watched. I watched. I uh, watched those movies. There were some good. There were some bad. Uh, so you had time. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. But you didn't have time for The Irishman. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so good. <laughs> and I know it's good. I'm going to see The Irishman. I'm going to see it this week. I got a lot of downtime. Uh, there, there will be a four-hour window. And I'm going to need the full four because I'm going to have to pause it at some point to like use the bathroom. Yeah, refill your popcorn. Refill the popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll do it then. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of time because it's winter. It's cold. It's Christmas time. 
Uh, we watched a cold movie. It looked very cold. The whole time I watched it, I was like, oh, he needs gloves. Yeah. Uh, we watched the 1990 sequel to 1988's Die Hard. We watched Die Hard 2. Possibly Die Harder? Die Harder? My DVD case says Die Harder on it. My When I rented it from Amazon, it also says... is it, When I rented it through Amazon, it said Die Hard 2 colon Die Harder. I watched the movie very closely. Nowhere in the movie... It has title credit, you know. It, right. it, it puts the movie up. It is listed as Die Hard Two. Yeah, and I might, I might have some info on that. We'll see. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I might have done some research. Uh, Die Hard is a nineteen eighty film uh, starring Bruce Willis and um, pulling it up here. I was I, right, Alan just, Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah, I just, I, I just always draw a blank. I, I can tell you that uh, Reginald v- Van Johnson was in it. <laughs> but I can't think of Alan Rickman. Uh, um, it is the story of a New York cop who flies to Los Angeles uh, to um, see his estranged wife uh, during her company Christmas party, which happens to be taken over by uh, terrorists who are looking to rob, rob the place. Uh, did you rewatch Die Hard? I did. Preparation. Uh, I what, did. What are your thoughts on, on watching Die Hard? It's a it's just a good classic movie. Yeah, you know it's it's a good movie. I love. And I, I don't I don't like I like to refrain from the whole is Die Hard a Christmas movie yeah. conversation that people have every fucking year for some reason because I don't care. Yeah. Um, well, it's a weird conversation that people have with the people who really care that it's not. I. I see. I run into more people that really care that it is. Oh. Than I do that that really care that it does. It's not. Yeah. That you know, I. It's. I think it's a Christmas movie because it takes place here in Christmas, and I like to watch it here in Christmas. But then it's the yeah, people. Anytime you see the articles come out, and someone's just like, "Well, it's not." I'm like, "Well, how is it not?" It's a Christmas movie. But I can see. I can see both arguments. Oh. Does it take place during Christmas? Yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Are there? Any traditional Christmas movie tropes and themes? No. So it's not a Christmas movie. Like, uh, that's my whole thought. I don't care. He reconnects with his family at the end. His estranged wife, and then they leave together. Yeah, we definitely got to move on from this right yeah. now. So, yeah, it's a Christmas movie because it snows in Los Angeles. Mark wants it yeah. to be a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Therefore it is, yeah. And that's how I go. Because yeah. I don't care. I've watched this movie in the middle of summer. Uh-huh. It's just as fucking good. Yeah. So... Enjoy the movie. Yeah, Die Hard rules. Yeah. It's fucking good. It is my favorite of this type of action movie. Uh, you know, you think of like the Schwarzenegger, the Stallone, the, like, it's just the cop, the, the, the 80s cop yeah. movie, like, it's Lethal good. Weapons I'm, in there. I'm I, still more of a Lethal Weapon Lethal guy. Weapon, okay. Um, I like, I like partnerships mm. in the cop movies. Yeah. Um, and I, he kind of has it with Reginald, you know. Right. But... Uh, I mean, he's lone wolfing. Let's be honest. Yeah, much like Santa Claus on the night of Christmas. <laughs> it is a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a and, solitary and this, life. And this is where when I say I run into people that really want it to be a Christmas movie more than I run into people that don't uh, want it to be a Christmas movie is because of the guy sitting right in front yeah. of me. I just point out facts of the movie. Like if we like we do a review show, we got to talk about themes. It happens. Like well, it's it's hard to ignore. Well, the reason we are doing Die Hard Two is because like the. The general thought that yeah. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. We're like, hey, 
We need to do another winter Christmassy well, movie. Now this, no, we actually picked it. I think we went by winter, right? We went, we we wanted uh, cold movies. Cold movies, yeah. And I will admit, Die Hard two, much colder. Way than colder than Die Hard. Than Die Hard, yeah. Uh, it takes yeah. place in DC. You're just, you're not gonna get that cold feeling in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, DC stands for damn cold. Yeah, I th- I believe so. So yeah, Washington damn cold. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah, Die Hard, uh, huge success. Lots Bruce Willis. Everyone loves this movie. It's it's highly rated, Rotten Tomato wise, and made a lot of money. And people generally, re- I watch I watch Die Hard every year. It, it is a Christmas tradition of uh, Christmas Eve. I like to put on Die Hard and uh, make soft pretzels. So that's what I do. Um, yeah, because it's just it's fun. It, it's a very fun action movie that. It's yeah, just, and it, you and watch it, and then, like a scene comes up that you know is coming up, and you're just like, oh, I love this yeah, scene. You, and the next scene comes, you're like, I love this. The scene. lines are good. Yeah. Now, is there another? Can we name another star? That. Maybe not, because I couldn't rem- say Alan Rickman. So. Okay, so, I just want to talk about Bruce Willis. Oh, okay, yeah. And how Bruce Willis has gone bald. Yeah. But remained a badass star. Is there any other any other actor Ooh. that has gone bald and maintained that badass motif? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, uh, Bruce had embraced embraced his losing yeah, hair. Where I feel like there's a lot of guys in Hollywood. Do I question if they're holding on? Maybe. Right. Yeah. Like, I think if Brad Pitt goes bald. Yeah. He ain't Brad Pitt no more, he's dog. Got, he's got great head of hair, though. He's not exactly. Guy. Yeah. I watch that, you know, but I see, uh, you know, there's also, like... Uh, These are questions that a bald man would think I about. see Stallone in Rambo 5, and I'm like, what's up with the long hair, bro? That doesn't, that doesn't look right. <laughs> the, the, this is a question that yeah. a bald man would think about. You yeah. have luxurious hair. I do. So you didn't think about this question. Me, me and Brad Pitt. But me, mean? I'm watching Die Hard. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I... I mean, I watch this around Christmas every year, too. Yeah. But, I mean, with a vengeance, he fully just embraces that he's losing right, his hair. Right, And that's like 10 years later. Yeah, it's like right? 95. But I'm watching this like, damn, Willis had a pretty good set of hair there. Yeah. And and then, you know, when he's bald, Willis, you're like, still love it. Yeah, I can't, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm trying to think of a big star who... Woody. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he, Woody. He, he's embraced it. Um, yeah, outside of but yeah, and Woody's not uh, Woody's not in these type of movies though. You know, he's a he's an actor. You know, he yeah. he can get lost in a role, and you just you know. I don't know if uh, you know if uh, Matt Damon. You know, we brought up Brad Pitt. You know, guy, guys who star who open movies, Leonardo DiCaprio. Even the action stars, uh, uh, they don't. Uh, I, mean, I guess the Rock's bald, Statham's bald, Vin Diesel's bald. You know what? Yeah, action they, stars are bald, but they started their career. Yeah, bald, right? Yeah, like, but now I'm saying maybe, maybe uh, you know, if we find out Jet Li's going bald, uh, it's weird. We still have a lot of action stars anymore, but uh, that's true. Yeah, maybe now because of Bruce Willis walked so that the Rock could run. You know, he was like, "I'm bald." That's true. If it wasn't for Bruce, yeah, we wouldn't have the Rock. We wouldn't have Statham. Oh, we yeah. wouldn't have um, the dude from the other Fast and Furious guy. We, we wouldn't have Fast and Furious, Mark. Yeah. Oh, all of them. 
Fast Ty- and Furious would not exist. Tyrese, he's bald. Uh, <laughs> I watched The Rundown a few uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. It was just one of those that was on cable. And I was like, oh, and I kind of like halfway through. I mean, The Rock was losing his hair, but still had like the dark painted on, like real, yeah, real big widow's peak. Yeah, uh, like close and tight. Yeah, and. You know, at some point in his career, he was like, you know, I'm shaving it. Yeah, he just took bald. her down. I'm, I'm doing a Bruce Willis. Just took her down. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, bigger star. Bigger star it. now. So, yeah. But yeah, it's all thanks to Bruce Willis, I think. Yep. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> so, Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, well-reviewed, a lot of buddy. Losing his hair in the movie, I guess. Uh, and, you know, he still looks good in 1990. Yeah. I'm going to say with the vengeance. That's, that's when we start to see, see it start to thin out a little bit. Uh, maybe Last Boy Scout. I don't know. I, I watch them all in order. Mm. Uh, so, fast forward. Uh, two years later, we get the sequel. Uh, Die Hard 2. This time, we see John McClane in Washington, D.C. airport picking up his um, now... I don't know. What's after Estranged? We, we get back together. Reconciled. Or just his wife. His, his wife, yeah. yeah. His, his, his wife that they are now on good terms. Yeah. Uh, from the airport, except this time uh, on Christmas Eve, terrorists have taken over the airport and uh, have taken over the runways and are holding all the planes in the air hostage um, in exchange to free a uh, drug criminal that is being brought to the uh, to the airport. Yeah. Uh, was this your first time watching Die Hard 2? No, oh. no. That being said, I, I probably can count on one hand how many times I've seen Die Hard 2. Yeah. Die Hard is a movie I watch every year. I, you know, I, I'm, I've watched this. I've watched Die Hard multiple dozens of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Die Hard 2, yeah, maybe four or five times I've seen it in my life. Yeah, I think that might, I think that might have been my third time watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I feel like Die Hard 2... Was a movie that was kind of just on. So there, there were times where I just watched it, not even from the beginning. I was just like, yeah, that too. I'm at you know, the airport. Uh, we'll just we'll jump into it. What's what's uh, we'll start with the positives, the good about Die Hard Two. Die I, Harder. <laughs> I enjoy the um, set, the location. Yeah. Uh, being at an airport, it's fun. Yeah. Pre nine eleven. Yep. You can, um, you can still smoke in this airport. Yeah. Super badass. You can go to where the baggages are. You can just walk around and have a gunfight in the baggage. Yes. First, I, there's no way that the inner workings of a baggage area look like that. I I love this. Not just Die Hard, but movies that do this where it's just like, then they find the baggage carousel behind area. Then someone like looked and was like, it's not very exciting. It's just kind of flat, and these guys just go to a sorter. And they're like, no, we gotta have bags going up and down. Yeah, there's no way it looks like that. I- I've not seen no. like that stuff, but I know like there's just no way. Yeah, I I I used to work at UPS. If you if you've ever worked at a UPS warehouse, that's what that looks like. Uh-huh. I'm I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually filmed that like at a UPS. Yeah. There's chutes and there's conveyor belts and there's chains and there's shit fucking all over catwalks and rails. Uh, it's steam. It, the, so it's just kind of industrial. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, do you mean to tell me that? No. Yeah. I feel like it would be very welly lit. <laughs> 
And there'd be a ton of people back there because yeah, there's nobody where it's all automated. Oh, it, it's, it's Washington D.C. It's got it's yeah. what is that? Dulles must be the most advanced airport in the world. Yeah. That okay, okay, maybe the D.C. airport baggage get, system works like that. Back in 1990. Back in 90, they were ahead of the time. Way ahead of the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no. I didn't see a single person throwing, hucking a bag onto a golf cart. Nope. Yeah. Uh, That being said, great location. Great location. Uh, Airport. I would have liked at one point for him to get a Wetzel's pretzel. You know? I would like to have seen something happen on a moving sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Maybe they didn't. Well, there was that, uh, that one, the the first, I guess the second big shootout in the, uh, the new terminal is being under construction where he has to get the gun and he starts the walking sidewalk. Oh, okay. sidewalk. That guy has that gray line. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a little uh, moving sidewalk technology involved. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no one asked him if he wanted to shine his shoes though. Uh, he didn't get one of those uh, five minute massages right there at the terminal. No. No. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted a little more no, airport. No uh, Starbucks. Yeah, it wasn't a Starbucks line. Um, another thing I really enjoyed with it was. And I know it's super cheesy, uh-huh. but I really enjoyed the intro to the bad guy being him doing a karate, his karate maneuver naked, naked yeah. in a hotel room. Yeah. That's just so fucking funny. Like, I was laughing so hard watching that. And I, I just, yeah, that was enjoyable. That was on, that was in trivia. Uh, Rennie Harlan, the director... Uh, specifically wanted that introduction to his bad guy because he thought it'd be unique. It, unique it, it was. was. It is, yeah. Doing his naked Tai Chi <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the setting's great. I Setting. Good. Uh, that's the word I couldn't find. Yeah, the... Um, you know, it, it's... I appreciate this diehard story because it's simple, but it's fun. It... it it's a diehard story. It, it, it's a action-adventure story that I could sum up. Unlike Six Underground, I can tell you what this movie is about in one sentence. Terrorists take over an airport. John McClane has to stop them. Yeah. But there's some twists along the way. I knew it was coming. I enjoyed it. And I liked I liked John like being right into cop mode. Yeah. Like He's just hovering around, waiting, and he's just noticing things. Yes. He's, like, he's on detective mode. He's like fucking Bruce Wayne in there. Yes. And, right. and like... Less Batman, more Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and and I really liked that, like detective side of yeah. it that we didn't really, we didn't really get in. Like he's, you know, after the action started in the original, he's like, oh, okay, well this guy. He's already thrown into yeah. it, yeah, because yeah, he's like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Why would he's listening on the radio? He's listening on the radio. Why, why would they want to release these guys? This doesn't make sense. Yeah, he does the yeah. elevator thing where you know he's 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 marking on his arm. Yeah, how many guys yeah. and. He does some good, you know. He checks the the tags on the clothes, you know, the clothes, and uh, yeah. But but he's doing this slice or fake IDs. He's doing this pre, like we don't even know. Yeah, this is he's just suspicious. Yeah, he's just being a cop, like you know, head on a swivel. Uh, I thought that was so cool. I really like that. Yeah. Um, They also just continue what makes the first I heard so cool. It's just you know, you know, uh, wrong guy at the wrong time, the wrong place. Right, story of his life. I, I like it. You know, it's just John McClane kind of thrown in there, uh, and I just like John McClane the character. I think they they still held on to the first. A lot of quips, 
A lot of funny things. I, I kind of feel like they run that they they're right on the edge of breaking that fourth wall with some of his line, his dialogue. He says like two, and he's talking to himself. Uh-huh. He's like, "Why the?" Or you know, I, I can't remember the lines exactly, but yeah. why the fuck? Just that. Why the fuck does this happen to me? Oh, his wife, you know, Holly. At the end, at the end, it's like yeah. what? But he says something. He's by himself, yeah. and he has this long line about another guy. I'm, guy in the wrong place at the wrong time again uh, or whatever the colonel or grant uh john amos says that to him he goes you're the wrong guy at the wrong place and there's a, there's like then there's like a, a beat and i think even a music sting like it's coming the only thing they should have added was just a zoom into his face and him look right at camera and goes story of my life well it's, there's a there's a scene where he's by himself it's yeah. like when he's walking around looking what's going on in the baggage claim he just talks yeah and it's like like, right on the... It's just so aware yeah. that I'm like... I don't think that was necessary, uh, but I enjoy it. Yeah. And it, and it, just, it just... Yeah, keep, it just reinforces, like, how does it happen to him again? Yeah. And I, I wanted to know what happened to him before the Nakatomi Tower. It, Something went down. Uh, He's got a reputation. Yeah. That's true, yeah. He does got... Yeah, people are aware of John McClane's reputation. I would like to hear he was just, you know... Uh, I don't know, he's, he's a man in his mid forties, probably at this stage, maybe late thirties, early forties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that he was just a normal cop. Nothing ever exciting happened to him. <laughs> Never pulled his uh, service, you know, his service weapon, and right. then Nakatomi happened, and now he can't escape it. <laughs> it just keeps calling him. Uh, yeah, there is a. I do like the the dialogue he has with himself that he's very uh, John Clayney. My my favorite line is it made me laugh is. Uh, when he's talking to uh, Reginald Van Johnson, I can't think of his name, Al, um, and uh, he gets hit on by by the, the the phone clerk or you know the, the the woman at at her station, and he had just sent a fax to Al, and she's like, "Hey, let's go grab a drink." And he's just like, "Just the fax, ma'am, just the fax." Like, That's it. Bruce. He thought of that himself. Oh yeah, that was that was a brute. He just seemed so. Proud of himself. <laughs> Just the facts. Just the facts. You see, because there was a cop who used to say that. I think that was Columbo, right? So one of them, Dragnet. Mm, I don't know. One of them old cop. That was like that was the, the catchphrase. Yeah. Mm. Just the facts, man. Okay. But he was actually referring to a literal facts. It, it works on so many levels. It does. Uh, it does. That Bruno. You know, that's what he does. Yeah. That's what he comes up with. Um. Yeah. And just all the characters, before you know, jump off, the are still in the good. Uh, I liked uh, the reporter. He's just so, like, you want to punch him. Yeah. But he's so great at kind of being slimy. Uh, he, yeah, I like, they brought him back at, in a really eloquent way, actually. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a little, like, they, it's a little forced that him he's being on the same airplane. There's a lot of, yeah. But that whole thing with the, with the flight attendants mm-hmm. and Mrs. McLean... And, like, that was just fun. Him turning to, like, a blubbering, you know, yeah. with a, with, uh, he, he has to uh, get into the emergency. Uh, the, the picture they use when he's on the phone of, like, the news reporter is just, like, mouth open, like, the slash all, like, <laughs> look on his face, like, just that. It's, it's just funny. Uh, the, 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 the airport cop, it was just, sometimes it's just a little too much where it's just, like, uh, you know, there's this big shootout John McClane has in this baggage area. And like, ah, they're bag thieves. What do you want, McClane? Is like, <laughs> and then he lays out why they're not. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm not hearing it, McClane. <laughs> it's just, 
You you have to have that character. I'm gonna be on NYPD Blue in ten years. <laughs> yeah. But so, it's just like two years. <laughs> over the, you know, after they 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 already announced we've taken over your uh, we've taken over the airports. If you do not meet our demands, you know we'll crash the plane. And then John comes back with more evidence. He's like, "What are you talking about, McLean? I don't buy it." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know. We're in a pretty improbable impro- situation. I'd be open to ideas." He's just yeah. Nah. Uh, what pre nine eleven though? It's pretty, he just doesn't buy it. He's like, now the claim they're in a church. No way. <laughs> uh, what? 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 Well, let's, let's go to the bad. What? What, what doesn't work for you? I don't like too. them turning John McClane into all of a sudden a superhero. Yeah, and this really carries over to the the next like five diehards. And and that and that's why that that's why Die Hard is such an appealing movie to uh. all. Is he's doing regular guy kind of things except for like you know the some of the air duct stuff yeah you know that's not something a normal guy can just jump down and grab an air duct yeah it doesn't you and you air ducts you can't even crawl through we'd all miss yeah no one would fit i don't care how big you are uh but just some of just like the snowmobile chase yes uh Airplane ejection. The, the, wing, the, the wing fight. The, wi- the Yeah, the wing fight, which, I mean, well, I think it is positive to have a bad guy karate fighting someone who doesn't <laughs> know karate on the wing of an airplane while it's moving. That's a positive for me. Always will be. Yeah. In that crazy over-the-top way. If we're thinking realistically, though, Carl Stewart is not very good at karate. He should have kicked the shit out of John Yeah, he should have ended that pretty quick. He, why do karate naked if when you comes time to use karate... You can't do it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He had to. If he was naked on the airplane wing, he would have beat his ass. Better movie. He comes out on the airplane wing. <laughs> takes his clothes he off. He goes, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and then takes his strips down naked. Yeah, better movie. Yeah. Better movie. Uh, yeah, you know, Die Hard, John, he's on the run the entire movie. Yeah, he he's running away from the bad guys yeah. every chance he can get. Uh,. Because he's just trying to get information to relay to the police. And then once the FBI shows up and they fuck it up, now he has to jump into action. But really, he's just trying to get information and stay out of the way. This one, yeah, he's actively... He's the, he becomes the aggressor. Yeah. In a way. The, yeah. the, the snowmobile is the perfect example. Yeah. Just like, yep, I'm jumping on a snowmobile. I'm going to... I'm going to chase your ass down. Chase him down. Kill as many with machine gun. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have to single him out, you know, use guile and, and, yeah. and, and stealth. He's just like, oh, I'm going to follow these guys into this luggage, and oh, I'm going to shoot the shit out of them. Yep. Dan- be damned. Yeah. Be damned me ruining people's you know, laundry. Maybe he's a little traumatized. Two years ago, he was in... Yeah, now he's trigger happy. Yeah. Can't risk it. He, did, he didn't trust anybody. Can't risk it, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Hans Gruber to him. <laughs> uh, yeah. There, there is a lot of over-the-top... I don't... Do you think they... I don't feel like they... I feel like... Uh, with the vent, the third one with a vengeance isn't. I think that's a really good movie. Yeah, I've always. I, I don't feel like it do this as Superman-y as this one. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. I always stood by that it was my second favorite Die Hard movie. I'd like the. Uh, I really like the villain in it and just like the 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 puzzles. You know, cause yeah, because he's cause making. I, I think I think with a vengeance is is a like a critically acclaimed movie. Yeah, like it's a. Well thought of film, I think. Mm. 
I'm trying to, I know at the end he shows up in a helicopter and, like, shoots up a boat. So, mm. that part of it, and then, like, he does, I'm trying to remember, I think a lot of the movie is him uh, having to go all over New York to find bombs, so yeah, it's, it's not had, very super. He and Sam Jackson are running their yeah. little, like, yeah, their scavenger yeah. hunt stuff, yeah. yeah. But then I think towards the end, I, 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 in my mind I remember that he shows up in a helicopter at the end, at one point he jumps on a cable, and then he uses a strand of the cable that's oh, lodged in yeah. his shoulder to pick a to lock. Pick a lock, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Okay, but I'm gonna. I need to rewatch Vin. It's not as Superman-y as uh, the fourth one where he uh, throws a motorcycle at a helicopter, though. And doesn't he fly a jet? He probably flies a jet. Yeah, New York's there's like an F twenty two Raptor or something. Well, you know, he's in the he's flying the Raptor, shooting. Yeah, that's standard uh, in uh, police academy. Live free or die hard with Justin Long. Yeah, is that what is that? That's the third. That's, that's the fourth, fourth one. one. And yeah. then there was uh, that was the big Die Hard's back. Yep, and I'll be honest, like. It's cra- it's crazy over the top, but it's yeah. not terrible. I bet it's still fun. Yeah, I I think it's I I only seen it once. I'll probably have to maybe I'll rewatch it. I to me I think it's more fun than like like a way I watch like a the new Fast and the Furious movies where like this is stupid. Yeah, you're just going with it because it's yeah it's not it's not, not Bruce yeah not it's stupid yeah. not stupid that it's bad it's stupid like this is silly like look look at what is happening on screen this right. is ridiculous but I'm I'm along with it where Die Hard I mean as silly as it is it's, it's Still grounded, you know. He, yeah. He's he's yeah. He's just a guy. Just a guy, yeah. Running around, you know, doesn't have shoes. Yep. Yeah. Dollar two, yes. Hold on to that, but you know, now we're starting on that uphill. Of like, yeah. no, nah, you gotta make him an action guy. And I never saw five. I'm not sure about five. Yeah. And that's with his son, I think. Live. Wait. So it's live for your die hard. Die hard was the fourth. And one. then, good day to die hard. Is that what's that called? Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So back to two. Yeah. That's we, what we're reviewing. Yeah, we're reviewing we, turned him, we turned John McClane, this kind of like relatable police <clears throat> detective, yeah. into Superman. Yes. Um, for some massive stunt pieces yeah. and special effects. And like you, like, karate fight on the airplane wing. I'm, I'm here for it. The one scene, and I'll put this in the, in the negative, that I'm like, this is too silly. This is too dumb action, is like the grenade scene. Those grenades should have blown up way sooner, right? Yeah, John McClane should be dead. Yeah. But then I think that's kind of the start of, like, Superman cop. Hey, he can't be killed. He'll figure a way out of it. These grenades take 60 seconds to blow up, and uh, there's a, you know... It was a military transportation plane, but I was like, where did it launch him out of? There was a roof. I don't know how they work. Uh, I, like, I know uh, you're not getting a fighter jet. That's a dome glass. Yeah, like, I'm not... Yeah, like, did I, it just launch out of the top of I'm the thing? I'm not sure. I, I do think some planes like that, yeah. like with ejection seats and stuff, do have, like, explosion out. The, the roof, the will, roof okay. will blow off. Is it, I don't know uh, enough about them. I, think I don't think, like, Boeing 747s have that. I, I, but it was a military plane. That was a military plane from Columbia? Yes. Or something? I don't think that plane in real life probably has ejection seats yeah. at all. He would have broke his neck on the roof. Yes. Yes. They put the chair in, but the roof, also, they, they didn't figure it out. I don't, I don't care how much of a badass special forces operationist you are. Huh? There's no way you you and three of your buddies are going like 10 for 10 with a grenade through a window. <laughs> they, they did not miss. There's no fucking way, yeah. dude. You and I could stand there with baseballs. It's a baseballs, small window. And we, we'd, we'd probably be one at four Yeah, if we were warmed up. Oh yeah! Oh, we definitely missed the first two. We missed, yeah, because he. 
We missed the first two. We nailed the third one, and we get confident and miss the fourth one. Yeah, and that one lands on our feet, and we blow up. Yeah. We actually blow up after the second one because the first one misses, bounces back at us. We, we crank up for the second one, but a normal grenade would blow up by then. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't... We're just probably tossing them in. Also, like, on the negative side, I, I enjoyed the set pieces, and I enjoyed how the bad guys went about their business. Mm-hmm. I like this whole, like, when they wrecked the plane, we're going to, you know, give it the the wrong altitude. Yeah. Just the, I think that's, like, just kind of a, a brilliant fucking crazy mean way to take the yeah. plane down and, and great scene and, in the movie I think yeah yeah pre-9-11 we can do that kind of thing in movies yeah I like that yeah they did and, it sully and I and I I haven't seen that I don't oh. know. <laughs> is that when he flies it upside down onto the river uh, I don't think he ever goes upside down oh. I think he just lands on the river upside down one's the uh, Denzel movie oh Denzel he does do I that. also have not seen that yeah but he so did the whole thing. It's inverted. cool to take over like that air traffic control yeah. and move it off site and stuff. Um and I and I like the twist with, with the paramilitary team. That being said, I don't find a paramilitary team gone bad as a compelling bad guy. Yeah. Like in Die Hard One I, I prefer the common criminal. I yes. mean, not common. I mean, the advanced criminals willing to kill and, and had a really right. good plan to rob the, the tower. But I just, I in most films, and, and I, we may have reviewed something and I could be completely opposite. I could be just going back on something I've said in the past. I don't like this paramilitary traitor thing. Yeah. And I get the kind of like, oh... Everyone else is the traitors. Where this guy's the this guy should be free. Blah, blah, blah. Like they, you know, they got this weird brainwash right. mentality. Yeah, I just am like, can't we just have like bad guys that are fucking bad? Yeah, does that make sense? Eh, I I didn't hate in this. I, I not my favorite diehard villain. Um, it works great in The Rock though. Good point. Yeah. I, did I, I think it just rock. depends on when it works, yeah. when it doesn't. I think it's kind of cool, like the the rogue platoon, but... Yeah, you're right. Sometimes it, it does. This, I just kind of felt like... I didn't understand why they were doing it, really. Yeah, like, the, they, so many of them. The fact that so many of these guys were just like, yep, turning our back on country, family, and, to, you know... And go. all they really said was, like, he ha- took a strict stance against communism or something. Right. That was... Their reasoning that, but it was really short. Like, yeah. it was just in passing. We really didn't get the motivations that well. Yeah, what happened on that one mission that turned all these guys into yeah. like the worst guys? They had to kill the radio guy, and it's like, oh, we wish you were there because if you were there, you also would have turned. Yeah, bit by vampires. Oh, they're vampires. Shit. They're Damn. vampires now. <laughs> yeah, they're evil vampires. Yeah, that you know, put in negative. Not, not that I dislike these villains. They just seem so very generic villain. Um, yeah. Versus Hans Gruber and his... I mean, Hans Gruber might be the greatest action movie villain because he's the one action movie villain you can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, most of these guys are just generic bad guys, but, you know, Hans Gruber was such a personality. And I like the the bad guy from uh, Die Hard 2, which was his brother, Simon Gruber. Oh, in uh, Vengeance. Yeah, with the Vengeance, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Iron, uh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, yeah. yeah. 
Played his brother. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a... Yeah, so maybe it's not the paramilitary thing. Maybe it's just the bad guys in general. Because sometimes... With. Yeah. Because I, I was trying to pinpoint why I'm not down with them. And I, think, and I was like, ah, is it because they're the military? Right. But... Some, yeah, sometimes, like The Rock, I think it really works. In this one, I almost feel like, it was like, oh, it's a it's a rogue military unit, and I think it was just a reason to have a bunch of guys. It, it's that thing, it's like Commando, where it's just like, oh, he's facing an army, just so we have a, we can keep rotating guys for him to kill. Yeah. We, we don't have to give him personalities or, or tell you a reason why uh, why there's 50 guys in this team. They're, they're, they're a platoon. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Just they're, bodies. Yeah, they're not Bottom. developed or... Yeah, just fodder. Yeah. Bodies, yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah, Marv, love Marv. I do. I do like. I, I love. I Marv. really liked all the, like, except for the bad guys, uh, who just are underdeveloped. But they had some great moments. The, the scene where Colonel Stewart crashes the plane, I think, is a great just villainous act. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was down, down and dirty, man. Yeah, like it was. He was mean. When you figure out what Grant's up to when he's on when he you know he's talking trash to Stewart. And Stuart's just kind of laughing. You're like, "Oh, it makes sense." Like, you know, they, they, you know, he's hamming it up for for the radio. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Marv is great. Um. I liked how he had his little, the 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 air the air traffic controller who who you know was kind of like uh, the idea for you know to, to spring John into action. The uh, the the chief engineer. Chief engineer. That guy was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that guy was great. That was a good. Yeah, that was a good character. Great personality. Yeah. Uh, you know, even Lorenzo is just good to have there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't buy it, McClay. <laughs> <laughs> loved it at the end. You know, he's like, McClay, do you get a parking ticket at my airport? <laughs> and to prove what type of movie it is, he goes, Ah, it's Christmas. <laughs> that's the end of the movie. He just saved. He just saved all these hundreds of people, thousands, thousands of people, right? Saved Christmases for all. And the big, like, how oh, it's over is him ripping up, a, <laughs> ripping up a parking ticket and Marv showing up with his little cart. Just like Iwo Jima, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a great job just, like, having all these, like, small characters to, like, build on the movie. You know, didn't rely solely on just, oh, it's just John McClane and he'll say some fun stuff. Yep. Yeah. Surround him by Marv uh, was a good touch. Marv was really a good touch. Yeah. This underground janitor guy. Yeah. Living like a little hermit down there. He had something. Oh, it was the radio? Or whatever he found, he's like, 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's like, how about I let you live? He's like, you're, you know, shrewd negotiator, or whatever he says to him. Um, we'll figure out. Good. We'll, we'll put this in our good or bad. Uh, where do you stand on Die Hard 2, colon, Die Harder, if that is, in fact, the name of this movie? Given the now library of Die Hard movies yeah. and subtitles or or twists on titles, uh-huh. I don't, I don't think they, I don't like it as Die Hard Two colon Die Harder. Right. If they would have just called it Die Harder, I'd be all bored. Yeah. So I'm not down with it. Is it something that was added after they came out with Vengeance? So. This movie was released as Die Hard 2. But then on the poster, it says Die Hard 2, and as a tagline, it says, and this is all from Wikipedia, so who knows. But 
it says Die Hard 2, Die Harder. And then when it got re-released, uh, when it got distributed on VHS and DVD in the 90s, it was then put as part of the title of the film, Die Hard 2, colon, Die Harder. Yeah, see, and now it's just an accepted. Okay. Yeah, but it's such a weird. I was like, it makes it makes perfect sense, and it's actually really cool. It's yeah. just like your poster, just on your poster. Yep. Die, die hard to you, and then a bottle. Die, die harder. harder. Yeah, because yeah, Die Hard's a man's fucking movie, you know. Like, yeah, like it's a it. Yeah, this is how and 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 men have made it a Christmas movie, so they have a reason to watch it with the family during the holidays instead of Rudolph, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, Dare I say more of a Christmas movie. Die than Rudolph. harder. Yeah. Die harder, yeah. It does feel like one of those like dumb like like you have the dumb buddy. I, I wish I had an example who's just like, hey, you guys want to see Die Harder? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, Die Harder. It's like, you mean Die Hard Two? It's like it says right there on the poster, man. Die Harder. And then you have to explain what a tagline is. <laughs> Do you want to go see Bruce Willis in Die Hard Two? Die Harder. By Paramount Pictures? It's like, no, you can leave off words. You don't have to say, you don't have to say them all. Based on the characters by John McTiernan? <laughs> Based on the novel by, I don't even know who wrote the novel. <laughs> yeah, uh, Die Hard 2 is based on a book uh, called 58 Minutes. Uh, do I have who? Same author? Different author, different different oh, character. Okay. It was just, it was, that's cool. It's adapted a different That's a way yeah. to do it, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a novel by Walter Wager. Uh, called 58 Minutes, about a, uh, it's about a New York City cop who, um, um, you know, is at an airport and terrorists take over and he has to stop him. He has 58 minutes to do it. Um, but yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, John McClane, but yeah. yeah. You, you, I think I think there's a similar story about Die Hard with the Vengeance too. is that oh, sure. uh, it was written, you know, not starring Bruce Willis, not having to do with John McClane. It was, a, I think it was a movie called Simon Says, and... Studio gets a hand on it and is like, boom, turn this into Die Hard. Yeah. Let's turn see, Die Hard 3. What, what can, who do we got? Yeah. On contract. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, they've been making billions of dollars since the movie business started doing that kind of thing. And it is, you know, because this, this is a, this is, this is a, you know, throw another thing cool. I think it's a cool story. Like, terrorists take over an airport. Like, it, it, great setting. It's kind of a fun story, you know. The, the threat of airplanes running out of gas, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, but John trying to find it. And you have something like that, and yeah, you could have released it as, as a movie called 58 Minutes starring Richard Gere. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but it's like you already have this built-in audience who likes John McClane. Just take that story, throw it in there. Yeah, and 90s was kind of an era of hijack movies. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of a different take on a hijack movie. Like, no one on the plane hijacks the plane. No. But it's hijacked from the ground. Yeah. All the, pl- like... Hundreds of planes are hijacked from the ground. Yeah, in a way, it cannot land. And uh, thank God it was so snowy that day. Yeah, because uh, yeah, nineties was. There's a lot of hijacking movies in the nineties. Yeah, a lot of them. Pre nine eleven. Uh, Air Force One, executive decision. Yep. Passenger fifty seven. Passenger fifty seven. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of taking there's over a, planes. There's, I'm sure there's more, and I'm sure there's some ones we don't even know of. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme did one that I never saw. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh. So, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, goes on to spawn three sequels, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and then the Die Hard Resurgence, which happened, uh, I don't know, ten years ago, with yeah. uh, Live Free or Die Hard, and then um, Good Day to Die Hard, I think. That sounds right. Yeah. It also sounds like a James Bond movie. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it really does. That may be the next Bond movie coming out. Um, so, we, we know we got a sequel. Now that we're getting all these 
Die Hards, would you like to see a remake? Of Die Hard 2? Die Hard 2. No. Ugh. I don't want to see a remake. I, I'm i willing to bet that we... I, I'm willing to bet that in the next five years, dare I say, they revamp Die Hard. There is the rumor that I've been hearing for like a year, maybe two years, about doing a Die Hard prequel called McLean, which would be the movie you want to see, a young... John McClane on the New York City Police. But that's, you know, it's one of those things that you just hear I, on the internet and it's just like, oh, is they ever going to do that? I think it's a star Bruce Willis. I'm, to get, I'm not going to be surprised if they just pull a point break, break on us. And just do. Just do fucking Die Hard, not yeah. a Tommy Tower. It's got some some dude. Yeah, I'm not even going to make the, you know, my, like, I always go Channing Tatum, but not even a Channing Tatum. It's going to be like Point Break where it's just some guy you've yeah. never heard of. I'm like, why is this the guy at the star of the Die Hard remake? Right. Yeah, I, I, I think that they may try to relaunch this thing with new without John, without yeah. Bruce Willis. Oh, and that movie's not going to be good because no. as I said, no. I, I like this type of movie, and I always say it when when, when I see like the nice guys or I, I see something, I'm just like, oh, I want more of these. I want more lethal weapons. But I don't know. Twenty One Bridges came out. I didn't go see Twenty One Bridges. Is it good? Is it not? I don't know. It's just comes and goes like now so if they remake Die Hard it would be so over the top yeah I mean yeah. that's the thing like they can't they can put out critically good movies mm-hmm. of this nature like the good guys yeah but the good guys right yeah I call uh, them the nice guys we're talking Russell Crowe the Russell Crowe yeah. yeah but we I don't I don't know if they can do it commercially yeah it has to be a rock movie. Yeah. I, it has to be Fast and the Furious. I think, like, Avengers has ruined movies forever. Yeah. Like Marty and Mike's, me have been saying for years. Yes. And Mike said it first. <laughs> Marty jumped on the bandwagon. So, I think, like, the future of these are much like the future of holiday films, which we, we I talked about last year. Yeah. They're direct to streaming. And, and I think it can happen. Or it needs to be a true detective type of deal. Short series on a on a cable channel, yeah, um, and maybe Netflix is where it goes. You know, we got Six Underground, which is not good. It's bonkers, but like Triple Frontier came out. Was it good? I don't know. I enjoyed myself, and had that come out in theaters, I don't know if I would have went and saw it. So maybe you know, you saw the one with Anthony Mackie and uh, Frank Grillo. Yeah, you said it wasn't good. Not good at all. But maybe these are stepping stones to get us just yeah. the good cop movies. Yeah. That yeah, they just don't come in theaters anymore, because um, you know they just come and go. Jamie Foxx is sleepless. I didn't see it. Seems up my alley. He's a cop. They kidnap his son. He's got to do some stuff. Right. But yeah, I had to go see. I had to gear up for uh, you know Endgame. I mean the 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 the, the closest thing we're getting now in the theaters to these are are more like the investigative things, like like the spotlights. Yeah. Um, the Dark Waters. Dark Water. Um, Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Yeah. That the, kind the of investigative, thing. investigative, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The, the, the law and orderness of movies. The, the rip from the headlines. Yeah. We're making a dramatized, yeah. Yeah. Movie of this event you, you kind of heard of. The Big Short. Big Short, yeah. That kind of thing. Um, 
didn't do one. Another one just came out. Oh, a uh, uh, bombshell. The the Jay Roach, uh, the Fox News movie. Like oh. that's that that's a Christmas release, and it's oh, okay. in the vein of of Big Short. Yeah, like oh here's here's a scandal you kind of remember. You know, here's some famous people telling telling you about it. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, maybe Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. We just gotta keep looking for these. I mean. We got Jack Ryan. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, and it's the thing. It's the cable. It's the cable thing now. Yeah. It's the, we got. What's the ultimate cop thing now? Fucking Bosch. It's yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, that's like, true. That's the ultimate cop thing now. Like, yeah. For me, it's so amazing. Uh, are you gearing up? Now I know you don't watch Never Television anymore. You, you you've kind of given it up. Stephen Dorff in Deputy. I am gearing up for that. After <laughs> I, I, saw, I was watching football. Deputy came on. I was like. Mike's going to love that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Stephen Dorff is back in the game. Yeah. I'm going to watch first episode. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, after what I saw he could do on True Detective Season 3, dare I say, uh, let's just call it what it is, True Detective Season 2. Yes. Yeah. I I, I want to I wanna see what's up. Yeah. I want to see what's up. You know, it's going to show up on Hulu. It's, it's going to cost me nothing but an hour. I'm yeah. going to watch it. Exactly. And yeah. I haven't dipped in the stump town yet. Yeah, it's, I like Stumptown. Oh, it's like critically acclaimed. Yeah, network. And there you go. You know, it is a detective show. Detective show. Like she, I'm going to. Some di- I'm going to dip in the private investor. Yeah, I guess we just turn to television. Like these movies just don't. When they show up in theaters, you, you, you try to catch them. You try to appreciate them, but really, they're, they're showing up on the streaming services and network television now. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Don't don't remake Die Hard too because no no one's gonna see it. It's the, this was one of the biggest movies of 1990. It was a summer release. It was a huge movie. It made 118 million dollars domestically. Oh yeah, so it killed. Yeah, Die Hard two killed. Yeah, it made more money than Die Hard. Oh wow. Um, also, you know, critic uh, with the critics as 68 percent on Tomato. It wasn't like a huge. You know, the first I, Die Hard is like 90 something. I probably would have guessed like a 50. Mm-hmm. Well, that being said, Mark, did you enjoy Die Hard 2? Yeah, well, we'll get to I, I actually really like Die Hard I, 2. I, I thoroughly enjoy yeah, Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 is yeah. awesome. Uh, it makes me want to watch with a vengeance, and then maybe I can say, the first three Die Hards, that might be the best action series of all time. Right up there with Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I was expecting a drop-off, because I have not seen this movie in so long, I was like, oh, Die Hard 2 is not as good as Die Hard. And it's not. But it's still very good. It's better than a lot of these type of movies that uh, you know came out in this time. You know the late eighties to, to mid nineties. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoyed. It. You know what? I might start throwing this in the Christmas rotation. Uh, winter time. It's cold. Again, he needed gloves. That was my biggest. He had the jacket. He had, he had the, the the maintenance jacket. Yeah. But I was like, oh, his hands must be so cold. Yeah. What would Razal Nazgul Razal Ghul say, Mark? Uh, take that, care of the fingers. Yeah. Take care. Of take care of the core. Appendages take care of themselves. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I can attest to that. Yeah. Mountain biking, Miss Cold Weather. Uh-huh. For the first ten minutes, my fingertips are in pain. They're so cold. You get that core work in. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, you're taking the gloves off. Appendages take care of themselves. That's good. Because one of my feet never warm up. One of my favorite. Uh, pieces of trivia we've ever done on the show, but we did it for Batman Begins was uh, uh, Christopher Nolan saying he doesn't know if that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> he said he just it, it was written in the movie, but doesn't actually know if that's real. It's just a cool line. Yeah, yeah, it's a great line. It's a great line. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it makes it into a diehard movie. I don't know if it's Yippie Ki Yay, motherfucker. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> great action line. I'm, I'm glad, you know, be- becomes his signature. Yeah. In this. Um, it's, you know, it's funny. You, you rewatch Die Hard. Like, Die Hard 2. It's, it's the climactic, you know, he says it as he's defeating the bad guys. Three, I don't know if he says it, but then, you know, four or five, I know, it, you know it's the last line, Die Hard 2. Die Hard, kind of a throwaway line. It's in the middle of the movie. Yeah. He kind of yeah. just says it walking into another room. You know? The last line of Die Hard to a bad guy is Happy Trails. And they decide to go, yippee ki yeah. uh, Right choice, but... Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What if Happy Trails became the sake? <laughs> Pulls out the lighter. Happy, Happy Trails, trail. motherfucker. Makes sense, too. Trail of fire. <laughs> I have a technical question for you. you. You know more about planes than I do. You know about the uh, exploding roof. I'm an aviation enthusiast. <laughs> would a body going through the the engine of, of, of an airplane, would that be enough to just stop it? Or would it just keep on trucking? Well, there's like three engines, right? Yeah. I think the other engines would keep it going. Keep it going? Okay. Um, oh, that's true. You can't lose an engine. Yeah, right? I mean, you hear about planes going down when they run into like a flock yeah. of birds. But I think because a flock of birds is hitting, like, a big flock of birds will hit off. Oh, three, so you do know something. Engines. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I think... Um, I think I could keep going okay. on, on three, even two, probably. Yeah, I was just like, man, those things are so strong. They'll just they'll 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 chew up a John Amos and spit him out. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think one of those planes could yeah. probably fly okay on, on yeah. probably two engines. Great, great movie kill. Great, one of my favorite movie kills. Yeah, like while I was watching it, that because I, I hadn't seen it so long, I I I, I kind of had an idea someone's going to go through an engine. Yeah. during that whole deal, but when it did, I was just like, I mean, I did an audible like. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Because that's awesome. I mean, that's badass in Indiana Jones when it happens, too. Yeah. You know, in, in Raiders. And it doesn't go through, but it hits the guy in the head. Right. Uh, during the fist fight. Yeah. But I, lo- I, I love people getting jacked by Indian engines. Right. That was a propeller, though, right? Yeah, it was a prop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Die Hard 2. Die Harder. Uh, do we need it? I think we needed it. Yeah. I, I think we did. Yeah, I'm also going to say we needed it. For the reason I said, you know, this could have just been a movie called 58 Minutes, start, you know, take take your pick of guy. Yeah. But, yeah, why not? You got a script, you got an action, you know, you got this. And I, it's a great way to do it. They didn't take Die Hard and like, all right, let's just do the same movie. Like, oh, I mean, it's there's some similarities, but it's like, yeah, we found this other original story. We'll just tack on our guy to it. And I think it, I think that's a good way to do it. I mean, there's so many sequels. They're like, hey, this movie was a hit. Write a sequel. Yeah. And and then bad things just happen. Exactly. Or they 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 yeah they have this great story. They and, yeah. and like what can we do with it? Here's our properties. What what yeah. Hey, Die Hard is due for something. Yeah. So Hangover Two might have been a better movie. They just go. We have this other comedy. We want to see Alan yeah. in it. Yeah, as opposed to, all right, now we got the pressure to write a Hangover 2 movie that makes sense. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Last Christmas. Is that what it's called? No, The Night Before with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That should have been Hangover 2. Just with those guys. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Vegas. Right. Yeah. It's just those characters going through the exact same thing. That's a good point. Yeah. Let's, let's 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 make that happen, Hollywood. Or the what's the one where all those dudes? It's like the the end of the world. Uh, Franco. Oh, uh, this is the end. This is the end. Yeah, this is the end. 
Hangover 3. Hangover 2. It's like, ooh, we got this script. Yeah, we're going to put Bradley Cooper and Ed Helms and Zach Galifianakis in it. But they're playing themselves. But they play themselves, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you have thoughts on Die Hard 2, Die Harder, are, are, are you for Die Harder just being accepted as the name of the movie now? Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com or send us a tweet, dbtgpod. Um, what did I put in the Google Calendar? For? For the movie name. Die Hard 2. You put Die Hard I, 2. I didn't subcolon anything. Yeah. I didn't subtitle with a colon. Just Die Hard 2, yeah. Let's see. And I got... Uh, so, and then when I go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's listed as Die Hard 2. And then I think when I was on IMDb, it was listed as Die Hard 2. But when I rented it, Amazon, Die Hard 2, colon, Die Harder, and then your DVD yeah, case. Yeah, my DVD case. Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Yeah. Right under the... Doesn't right play the tagline. Right in the title. Yeah. Like, in the title. It's just, yeah, it's weird how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Go see Die Hard 2. Die Harder. Siskel gives it two thumbs up. Says Chicago News Tribune. It's like, that's not part of the title. You don't have to add that. Yeah. Siskel did I'm, love the movie. Like, I'm not... Oh, Siskel loved it? Siskel loved wow. it. Wow. He called it... I watched uh, a clip of them reviewing the movie, and he said it was uh, the best early movie, or the best movie of the early summer. What about Ebert? It was all Siskel. It was all okay. Siskel talking in this okay. four-minute clip I saw on YouTube. Um... I don't, I don't hate, and I also don't like die, die harder. Yeah, I'm with you. She just be I called, don't care. I think the two throws me off. Yeah, it's kind of like, is it a Christmas movie? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, he rips up the ticket. He says, <laughs> "Merry Christmas." Merry Christmas. Or he says, "It's Christmas," or whatever, whatever he says. The car's still impounded, Mark. Yeah. Well, that was his uh, mother-in-law's. <laughs> mother-in-law's. Mother-in-law's car. car? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, what are, they, what are they saying yeah with? White Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that'll do it for 2019. This episode. We're going to be back next year. And we don't have a movie yet. We're, we're going we're to take the we're gonna take the Christmas break. We're going to think about a movie to do. Uh, yeah. So, enjoy your holiday. Enjoy Die Harder. Enjoy Die Hard. Yeah. Watch With a Vengeance. Uh, not a Christmas movie. I think it takes place in the middle of summer. Uh, or no. Not the most summer. School's in session, so it has to be like uh, June. Could be like right before Christmas break. Uh, I think there's a heat wave. I think it's like a hot day. It's California, dude. It's always hot. Uh, it takes place in New York. New York is always hot, dude. That's, yeah. That's what, yep. That's what New York's known for. It's hot weather year-round. Uh, so I do for this year. Uh, this episode, we'll be back uh, next week with another movie. Until then, but don't be that guy. Guy to sequel remakes. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Celebrate whatever you celebrate. That's how I spent Christmas last year.